0: RNZ Pacific News, Holoka Tawantok, Hawkins. Mi, a small island north of Efate, Vanuatu's main island, remains cut off following two tropical cyclones, Judy and Kevin. The country was also hit by a large earthquake around the same time. Lydia Lewis has the latest. Local media reports poor connectivity is hampering aid assessments. There are delays in submitting disaster reports, but images show distressing scenes of homes flattened, animals crushed by fallen trees, and women wading through dirty water as they try to find a clean drinking water source. In East Tana, residents are in desperate need of food and water as acid rain from an active volcano adds an additional challenge – an extraordinary parliamentary session started this morning with ministers discussing the financing of the recovery effort. The World Bank has just announced a 9.5 million US dollar grant for the country. Japan has begun preparations for its foreign minister to visit the Solomon Islands, Kiribati, and the Cook Islands in late March. Reuters reports the visit, expected to take place from the 18th of March to the 22nd, comes after China signed a security pact with the Solomon Islands last year, prompting concern from the United States and Australia as China seeks to extend its influence in the region. Foreign Minister of Japan Yoshi Masahayashi intends to affirm the three island states' cooperation with a free and open Pacific. Indo-Pacific region and is considering suggesting security cooperation as well. He also plans to assuage concerns He also plans to assuage concerns over the release of treated water from the wrecked Fukushima Daiichi nuclear power plant later this year according to the Yomiuri newspaper. The administrator of Tokelau has made a strong statement about self-determination for the realm country in his address over Zoom following the first General Forno. Don Higgins, who took over from Ross Ardern, says New Zealand will never abandon Tokelau, which is a territory of New Zealand, but he will support the nation as it starts its discussions on self-determination. He says Tokelau will start discussions regarding self-determination this year, which he says he's pleased about. On self-determination, I mean, it's a, it's a discussion for Tokelau. I mean, it's, it's, New Zealand will never abandon Tokelau, and we need to work together to find a path for Tokelau that, that suits Tokelau. So those discussions need, need to start here. Don Higgins has worked in Papua New Guinea, Kiribati and the Cook Islands before taking up the role in Tokelau. Samoa's Director General of Health, Aiono Dr. Alec Ekeroma, says there are two new suspected cases of measles in the country. However, the initial suspected case has been ruled out after tests were returned from New Zealand. Christina Persico has more. The government's newspaper, Savali, reports the Ministry of Health is maintaining its strict surveillance and monitoring duties for a potential outbreak of measles in the wake of alerts from New Zealand and Australia. In the aftermath of the 2019 measles outbreak, which claimed 83 lives, mostly young children, the health sector has aggressively relaunched vaccination programmes. For now, the health minister says there are no confirmed cases of measles. He says vaccination rates have increased since the 2019 outbreak, but the Ministry of Health is still aiming to increase coverage of the first measles, mumps and rubella shot to 90% and lift coverage of the second shot to 80%. Security forces in Papua New Guinea are monitoring the district of Bogera following a recent incident where five people were killed and others wounded. Enga Provincial Police Commander George Kakas says the Ayela tribesmen were alleged to have joined forces with the Epekapi tribesmen and attacked Kairik villages. He says the real motive is yet to be established, but this could be related to a recent fight in which a peace treaty was signed between the Ayela and Normali tribe, as one of the five killed is the Normali tribe. The others killed are from tribes who are allies of that tribe. The Enga Provincial Command advised the public, the business, community and public servants that they're treating this situation as an isolated case and doing their best to contain the situation. Also in Papua New Guinea, the Northern Governor, Gary Jofa, is to stand trial on three counts of bribery allegations against him in the election petition filed by his contender, Sean Eparo Parkop. The national reports this was after the Mwangani Supreme Court struck out the second allegation on six counts of errors and omission and a fourth count of bribery was also struck out. The three remaining counts against Mr Jafar of Bribery will be heard on trial on the 27th of March. The matter will return to court on the 20th to confirm the trial venue. New Zealand police have confirmed that a shooting in Pukekohe was gang-related. Four people were taken to hospital after shots were fired in the town south of Auckland yesterday. RNZ's Felix Walton reports. Multiple gunshots were reported on Birdwood Road East in Pukekohe. Police believe they were fired by gang members from Black Power but say they haven't arrested anyone yet. Four people remain in hospital, recovering from minor to moderate injuries. Councillor Andy Baker says the area is known for gang activity. He says it's lucky that nobody was killed. Police say officers will remain in the area during ongoing investigations. Berkshire in northern Queensland has experienced record levels of flooding causing widespread destruction and the evacuation of residents in a remote township. The Berkshire area has essentially been cut off since the rainy season began four months ago. All four rivers which meet near Berk were at record levels last week and the flooding is eight metres deeper than old records. The Berkshire Council Chief Executive Dan McKinlay says Burke Town resembles an ocean. Dan McKinley says more than 60% of Burke Town had to be evacuated and large numbers of livestock were drowned. In sport, weightlifter Jenny Teguini and para shotputter Helen Sauhanga are among nine former and current athletes named as ambassadors for this year's Pacific Games. The Solomon Islands 2023 organising committee has launched the ambassadors' program with eight months to go until the multi-sport event is due to open. Wini was Pacific Games champion at Port Moresby 2015 and Commonwealth Games bronze medalist at Gold Coast 2018 while Saohanga made history when she became her nation's first Paralympic athlete at London 2012. Other former athletes named as ambassadors include sprinter Jim Marau, distance runners Chris Votu and Primo Higa, and boxer Joseph Saimé. Former footballers turned coaches Batram Suri and Timothy Infiri have also been selected, along with tennis player Junior Benjamin. Rain has threatened to rob the Black Caps and Sri Lanka of the chance to win the opening test at Hagley Oval. Wet weather in Christchurch delayed the start of the final day with New Zealand needing 257 runs to win with nine wickets in hand. The Breakers coach Modi Maia is bullish about their chances of claiming a first NBL title since 2015 – after his side held on to defeat the reigning champion Sydney Kings 80-70 in Auckland to level the best-of-five grand final series to all. Game four wasn't without controversy, as the Kings coach accused the breakers of being overly physical after the match and lambasted the referees for being too lenient on the hosts. Meyer thought was Meyer, though was happy with the contest and says he wants more of the same in the series decider in Sydney on Wednesday. Sydney is an incredible team, and if you lose focus for just a little bit, they just go on a run. And we stayed with it. We kept competing. Even when shots didn't fall, even when the whistle didn't go, even when we made mistakes, we kept competing. This has been the thing we've been the proudest of all year. That These guys step on the floor and give it everything they got, all the time. Both clubs have won four previous titles. New Zealand doubles player Michael Venus and his British partner, Jamie Murray, have advanced to the quarterfinals of the Indian Wells ATP tournament with a three-set win over Australian John Peers and Britain's Dan Evans. Arsenal's restored their five-point lead over Manchester City at the top of the Premier League with a 3-0 win over Fulham. Third-placed Manchester United had a player sent off in a nil-all draw with bottom-placed Southampton, while Newcastle beat struggling Wolves 2-1 to move above Liverpool in fifth. West Ham moved out of the relegation zone with a one-all draw against Aston Villa. And that's news and sports from RNZ Pacific. There's more on our website, rnzi.com.